The word says they were healed by the sharing of their testimony, not by their secrets. And when I was in an abusive relationship with a narcissist, it was my shame and my guilt that kept me silent for a very long time. Guilt around the fact that I'm a certain age and I should know better. I was disappointed in myself for not listening to myself. And I was doing a lot of self-judgment and self-criticism, which kept me in bondage in a toxic environment. And it, honestly, it wasn't until I started to confess, you know, started to share what was going on with me, share the tests that I was secretly going through on my own with others that I began to get the relief. I became so delusional that I was willing to attempt to change my partner, which all of you all who are narcissist victims or survivors know you can't change a narcissist. They have to want to change themselves. But I thought that he might be able to change. And that was a very toxic form of delusion because we all know that you can't change anybody but yourself. But that's how bonded, how trauma bonded I was. That I was willing to believe this story, my cognitive dissonance. This was a, I created a story that maybe he could change and things would get better because that would make me feel better about the guilt and shame that I created for myself. And it wasn't until I showed myself grace and began to confess. I stopped being worried about the opinions of others because it was my life. And so people will always have an opinion, but I may not always have my life. That's how dangerous and crazy the environment was becoming. Extremely mentally, physically, emotionally draining and toxic. And I reached out for help. And I think that that's the most courageous self-loving action I had ever taken in those two and a half years I was with this person was standing up for myself and saying, you know what, I might need help to get out of this environment, this relationship. And I reached out to a coach and we created an exit plan. And I'm so proud of myself for believing in myself enough to know that I did not deserve what that man was doing to me, to know that I deserve a safe love with a healthy partner and the first action i took to achieving that goal was saying no more and confessing with my mouth that this is not going to be my story not near more day okay now i'm not saying that it was easy but what i'm saying is that it can be done and that people who hurt you who continuously cheat on you who lie who um, financially abuse you, physically abuse you, that's not love. And please don't confuse loyalty with love. They're very different. And if you need to know what love is, there's a scripture in the Bible in either first or second Corinthians, I believe it's first Corinthians that illustrates what love is. It's not jealous, it's not revengeful. It doesn't say anything about abuse. So stop telling yourself that this person loves you. They don't. And so now that we're clear on the fact that they don't love you, please know that what it is, is you're being loyal, the other L. You're being loyal to what? To a predator. You're being loyal to a narcissist. You're being loyal to an abuser. You're being loyal to trauma. And a lot of times, unfortunately, that stems from being loyal to, you know, the people who traumatized us in our childhood, like our parents. We were loyal to them, even though they neglected us, abused us, spoke crazy to us all, all nine, but we still riding for them. 
It's kind of like the Stockholm Syndrome, defending your abuser. And then you grow up and you get in relationships and you defend your abuser. Oh, same thing. Stop recreating your childhood and your adult life. Reach out to me. I'm Coach Love.